Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality, how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives, and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest, and sexiest version of yourself. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Attraction HQ. My name is Hayley Quinn and I'm here to give you a female empowered perspective on love, sex, dating and relationships. And we've got a good podcast for you today. It's going to be an explicit one. It's going to be a little bit rude. Um, so hopefully that's got you on the edge of your seats amongst other things. Uh, I'm very, very happy to be joined by Chief Pleasure Officer, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> Stephanie from mysteryvibe.com. Hey, Stephanie. Hi, how's it going? Good. Can you explain to the um, our, our ma- nice male listeners what is Mystery Vibe? Sure. Um, so Mystery Vibe is a British company. We design, develop, manufacture and sell luxury pleasure products. So... A vibrator, essentially. A vibrator, <laughs> in layman's terms. What's really funny about it is a lot. I think a lot of the men that listen to this podcast, uh, they're obviously interested in maybe pickup or the game. Mm-hmm. And there's a very famous male pickup artist called Mystery. So I'm good. I- oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. there is. I remember. Yeah, I know. And there's gonna be a movie about that next year. We're gonna have to send him a picture of this product and say, hey, um, because why I wanted to bring this to you, you guys? Are probably like, what are we talking about? I'm bringing this to your awareness because I think it's so important that we take a little detour in this podcast. I know we speak a lot about how to approach women and speak to them, but I also want you to learn about a little bit about female pleasure and a different angle on sex and dating. Now, why Mystery Vibe as a company is cool is because technically it's sex tech, which means it's mm-hmm. like the future. Um, and I think if you're not interested in what's happening in the future of sex, dating and relationships, why are you on this podcast? So we're going to do a bit of future projection as to what your dating life might look like in the future. We're also going to be talking about the progression of sex as an act uh, in terms of when it starts and ends. And then also how you can use sex toys as part of your repertoire. Because we're not, just to clarify, Stephanie, we are not replacing, you're not replacing men, right? Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 definitely not. I think um, sex toys are a great part of anyone's repertoire, whether you're a man or a woman, so. Amazing. So with that, with the, uh, going back to what I was chatting to you a little bit about earlier, one of the things I have about how sex is often spoken about or communicated to us in terms of, you know, through the movies we watch or Mm -hmm. porn, uh, like sex is projected to end when the man orgasms like that that's the end do you know what I mean the end of activities the end of activities right which is like where like the cum shot or whatever which is funnily enough because I spoke to a porn star about this usually filmed first no way wow that's filmed first and then the rest is like filmed afterwards 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. I never would have expected that. Right. So what I think is interesting about that is that kind of like, it's just a little mini example of how that male orgasm is Mm. like the the pinnacle that is sex. Mm. And in fact, obviously for women, we experience sex differently in terms of we often take, you know, a bit longer to be aroused. And then my thing is usually when I'm aroused, then I stay aroused longer than my male partner like and he might finish but I'm still like just getting hey we're still here just getting warmed up <laughs> well, I think maybe it comes from that um that concept the the historical concept that sex was very much for reproductive purposes if you're having sex it's to bring a baby into the family um whereas now I think we see sex as much more of a pleasure-driven activity so we're not just having sex to have babies, we're having sex to have fun and to explore each other or yourself. Um, so yeah, maybe, and I think we just need to catch up a little bit. Right, and I think that. obviously sex is designed to be fun. Obviously it's, it's really tied to like procreation and like the human race surviving mm. and these other really important goals, which is why it makes sense that we were designed to make sex fun. Um, and even just recently, actually, for the guys out there, I saw a really interesting article about the clitoris and actually like biologically how big it is it's massive it's massive like (laughs) on the inside it's really big um so the idea of female sexual pleasure and how you can enhance it is awesome and personally i think it's cool if the guy is aware that after he's orgasmed that it's it's like his female partner might still be feeling really sensual and still want to do Mm -hmm. some things and to be to help facilitate that and then to know also that her body is going to be really sensitive and she's going to be most potentially most switched on towards the end or after you have quote unquote finished um and then to also think about how that involves bringing sex toys into the bedroom because i'm actually like i'm pro massively pro like uh, weirdly i think this goes back years and years ago probably like my first serious boyfriend Mm -hmm. was a big sex toys fan and so I think that conditioned me to think, oh, yeah, this is actually neat if a guy is open-minded enough to think that there are other ways that couples can explore pleasure beyond just biologically what's between them. Definitely. And I think uh, especially, well, a lot of people think that pleasuring a woman is very difficult. And I mm. think women vary very much in mm-hmm. how easy it is for them to, quote, unquote, finish. <laughs> um, so sometimes bringing a little little helping hand into the interaction can um, give you some like feedback as well on exactly how your woman likes to be touched where she likes to be touched what she really enjoys right Um, because I think that's the thing that can be I've heard this feedback quite frustrating for guys mm. is you know it's like what worked really well on your last girlfriend (laughs) then it's like for your current one because women I think Mm -hmm. are wired so differently in terms of what they respond to and also genuinely like you know some women experience penetrative orgasms super easily other ones never at all and that doesn't mean that they're not enjoying sex or not enjoying sex with you if they're not orgasming you know they're all working with their in their own parameters of pleasure and what they find good so therefore having a sex toy which can give you some extra stimulation can be before after during sex can be helpful and good so if a guy's listening to this and he's uh curious Mm. how could you he's got he's in a relationship or he's dating he's got a, a, a long-term fuck buddy or he's dating someone he's he has a regular ish sexual sexual partner how could he introduce the idea of using a sex toy 
to her? Oh, that's a very interesting question. Well, I guess we're, as with anything, communication, open, honest communication is key. Uh, It's very likely that uh, your woman will have had some kind of experience with a sex toy in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, Most women these days have. Um, so maybe bring, bring up the conversation. Uh, if you wanted to get her a nice gift for Christmas or for Valentine's day, it's a very good choice. And that's also a nice kind of time to, to bring that thing into the conversation or it's a great way to introduce a sex toy into your romantic life. Yeah. And I would agree that like, I think the percentage of women that aren't using a sex toy independent of the relationship has got to be tiny. (laughs) Like, I think that's like... Let's be, honest, let's be real here. Especially any woman who's gone through any period of being in any sense single. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, and also, you know, for some women that, you know, they don't they don't want to have casual sex or sometimes you just literally, even if you're really trying, you organically mm. can't meet somebody that you're attracted to. Stuff. So sex toys can be something that's on her repertoire probably anyway. So it just has to feel normalized. And I think one of the interesting things about different people's sexual preferences is even if you don't have experience of something, whether that's using a sex toy or oral sex or anal sex or any of the other, I'm sure, freakier things that I don't know about, <laughs> it's like, I think it's really important that you create a climate in your relationship, whether it's a committed one, a short-term one, a long-term one, where you can talk about that in a way that's accepting. I think one of the worst responses, which I'm going to say never to do this, is a girl that I know, and I this could sound like it's me. It actually wasn't me. Because <laughs> <laughs> this isn't one of my things. But she brought up a particular sexual act with this guy that she's been seeing relatively casually. And his reaction to it was to tease her about this particular oh, no. sexual act. And I was just listening to this. And I'm thinking, geez, literally all that's happening here is he feels insecure, probably because he doesn't have too much experience of oh. said sexual act. And so instead of being open to exploring that, because he doesn't think he's going to be good at it, he's now mocking her. And that is just like a mess. And it's also a big missed opportunity for both partners. Massive missed opportunity. And I, but I think that's one of the ways or one of the areas in which sex tech is going to help with things in the future. Um, so, for example, uh, a couple of weeks back, I met with some amazing people in Germany who are coming up with this new app called Undercover. Mm. Undercovers. Um, and what that is, is you join it with your partner and it will present different activities, fetishes uh, to you, almost in a Tinder-style way. And you mm. can swipe left or swipe right on them. And if both partners swipe right on something, if they both are up for it, then it will tell you and you can start talking about that and thinking about that. Oh, that's cool. So it's one of the areas which some kind of sex tech, be it an app or some kind of product, can help facilitate those conversations. Right, and I also, what I like about that is of course why ideally I'd love people to be able to talk so openly to one another they don't need an app what I like about it is I think for a lot of the time people in couples feel like they've missed out on Mm. like dating apps because they Mm -hmm. they miss that aspect of dating so kind of bringing some of that experience and some of that excitement into an existing relationship I'm really Mm. in favor of so I think that sounds awesome but I think I think you're right as well in the sense that uh while the technology is great it's good for initiating that conversation the conversation needs to be had between two people Right. Um, so it's when it comes down to it, it's all about the couple, the right. relationship. I was like, I always think that it's like, if you wouldn't say it in real life, don't say it via WhatsApp. And this applies to loads of things. Don't ask her out on Facebook or on WhatsApp if you wouldn't look her in the eyes. And As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. 
And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Have the, I was going to say, yeah, balls is balls to like ask, ask her out in real life <laughs> or play her, pay her a compliment. Uh, I know that's easier said than done, but I can work with you on that. So what I also want to speak about is bearing in mind from what you were telling me as well about that conference that you went to and for the guys that are listening what do you what trends do you think that we're going to see in terms of how sex and dating is going to evolve in the future that again that's a very interesting question um one of the things and one of the reasons we started the the company all those years ago well a couple of years ago is that we saw a real decline in people's confidence around sex um so we as a as a generation have less sex than our parents did right and then Um, there's countries that they reckon that japan's going to be extinct right (laughs) in like a thousand years of current trend of sex continues yeah we have less sex we have less good quality sex we have less body confidence um and these surveys were done fairly recently um and for us that was Um, a real problem that was worth solving. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we started to research into what kind of trends were happening, what's going on, and we found um, quite a few different things that were slightly inhibiting us. Um, Proliferation of really hardcore pornography being being one thing. Um, This rise in, like you say, um, I think it's in Japan where they have a service where you can opt out of being in a real relationship. Yeah, basically the service industry that's erupted to supply all the different components that make a relationship, Mm. whether that's having someone to have a great conversation with you. You That's that's what women might pay for in Japan, someone who will pour them champagne and have a really detailed conversation. And there's all other kinds of stuff from people that will sleep next to you at night, to Mm -hmm. cuddling you, um, to all more niche and interesting and very Japanese-y things, like going on like a waterbed and then being having a foam foam bath oh wow but it's like every component they found a way of like breaking it down and outsourcing it and turning it into a commercial industry which means Mm. that obviously people just like are losing the need to actually go and engage Mm -hmm. with one another yeah yeah and then on the tech side as well we we noticed this real trend as smartphones got smarter um that people were finding it increasingly difficult to switch off 
Mm. Not just from that, but also from their daily work lives. So your smartphone is the place where you'll get a flurry of emails, texts, notifications, WhatsApp messages all day long. Mm. And then when you take that into the bedroom with you, or maybe even your laptop and you're working from your bed, it's much harder to switch off from your day-to-day life and switch on when it comes to sex. Yeah, and I'm I'm a huge fan of keeping the bedroom as like a technology-free zone. Mm -hmm. Like... I know it's I know it's really nice to watch TV in bed, but TV, laptops, phones, I consciously have my bedroom is just my bedroom. Yeah. I even went through a bizarre phase, I don't really remember this, of having my bedroom as just my sleep space. And then I was like, if I'm having sex, I'm having sex elsewhere. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is my nest and this is like my palace. <laughs> and I'm not having any any penises or any other sexual appendage. In here. I was like, this is just for me. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know why I said that. But it's true. So the point is, sometimes, psychologically, obviously, you have really strong reference points where you anchor spaces, right? Mm. And it's the same thing, like, I work in one area of my apartment, I chill out in another one, etc., etc. So with what you can do with what you're thinking about, if you're, you know, your love life, romantically, things aren't connecting, it's just have a ban on, you know, have a, have a, have a lo-fi time, whether that's Sundays, you just have it on airplane mode, or, you know, the certain time of night where there's a curfew, or you switch the Wi-Fi off, or you just don't allow anything in the bedroom. I think that's, that at least creates healthy balance. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um... And I was going to also ask as well, mystery vibe. Mm-hmm. I love that name. Um, with it obviously it's pretty interesting in terms of how it's pushing the current boundaries of how sex toys operate so can you also explain how it's different to what the guys listening might associate a sex toy to be and how that is also in line with the trend of how technology is becoming more responsive to us um when to give you an idea of how we came up with the and why we came up with the concept for the product um, we saw, funnily enough, a Nokia video back in 2008 that was called Nokia Morph. Um, and it was a hand-drawn video. It was a conception of... It was what Nokia thought technology would look like in the future. And they were incredibly... Um, they were amazing when it came to projecting the future because they, they predicted it all. The video shows a woman sitting in a cafe. She pulls out what is now a tablet, even though tablets didn't exist back then. Mm. Um, she folds it into a phone. She makes a call on it. She then snaps it around her wrist and it becomes a watch. Wow. Um, the iWatch before the iWatch existed. Uh, and for us, that was an example of how you could build technology that adapted to the person and the person's body, mm. rather than having to fit your behavior into what was available from the technology. So we developed Crescendo, which is um, our first product, to be a highly personalizable vibrator. Um, so it bends to take infinite different shapes, um, so it can adapt to your partner's body perfectly. Um, and it can vibrate in many different ways as it has six independently controlled motors. Um, so the idea was to build something which is almost a platform which you can project your own likes, your dislikes, and how your body is shaped onto it. Um, so, for example, some women like clitoral stimulation, like mm-hmm. you were saying. Some women prefer G-spot stimulation. So we wanted to provide a way that you could decide exactly how you use it, mm-hmm. when. And have it different every time. Because I, I guess, like, 
well, for me personally as well, when I used to buy products, I'd use them for a while and then mm. the batteries would run out or and then I would bored, replace and then the they'd, they'd just go in the bedside table and get forgotten about. It's true, I have um, a graveyard of sex toys. So it's <laughs> <laughs> just like, hey, have a drawer. It's just like, I'm sorry, your AAA battery ran out and to be honest, I was bored with you anyway. So yeah. <laughs> you're, you're done. You're on the scrap heap. Um, so I think that's really interesting. And I also think what you mentioned to me about uh, technology that will start to adapt mm, mm-hmm. and I think this is going to become like in all aspects of technology which I find so fascinating so the idea that something will learn yeah what your particular preference is mm-hmm. and then will adapt and evolve and respond mm-hmm. to to you yeah definitely personally. that's the um that's the big goal so what we want to do next with Crescendo and our future products is to um, include sensors in them that understand arousal and pleasure. So, uh, for example, through temperature or through contractions, pressure, um, or even through blood flow, which is an amazing way wow. to measure how turned on you are. Um, and if we know how turned on you are, we can do two things. Um, we can personalize stuff for you. So uh, we could curate you, a, say, a Spotify, Spotify playlist. Um, that is filled with tracks that we know you like to get down to. Or we could uh, change your lighting, your smart lighting, mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. a different colour or different intensity. Uh, we could curate you some erotic content, video content, or even just change your nest, your temperature in your bedroom, so that when you arrive home, it's, you want to take your clothes off, you're not going to be freezing cold. Um, so we can start to personalise things for you, but we can also use the big trends in that data to help medical professionals understand things like orgasm Mm. better Um, because we have a very limited understanding of i'd say male orgasm and female orgasm Um, so if we can come up with these big trends for example a woman is much more likely to orgasm if she's uh this kind of temperature or if the lighting is in this way or these things are doing these things Mm -hmm then we can help people, for example, who find it very difficult to have an orgasm. And I think a lot of the time with women as well, interesting point, guys, women are more likely to orgasm when they experience emotions like trust. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to know like how good we're going to be able to sensing that and then how that's going to work together. So it's the future, guys. Now, if you wanted to uh, maybe check this toy out, because the toys you said also, they are... um, there, but they will work. You said that for the uh, for this one, <laughs> Crescendo, that, that you had a lot of feedback from men as well we who did. were enjoying it. We did. We, we originally thought it was a toy for women. Um, and we did a pilot program where we sent uh, products out to 52 different countries. Um, and the feedback we got from a lot of men was that they really enjoyed it as well. Um, it's great as a prostate massager. So guys, if you're exploring that, and that's an amazing thing to explore... Uh, yeah. And we're in favour, you know what? Here we are in favour of exploration. So Absolutely. <laughs> so it's uh, mysteryvibe.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can check out Chief Pleasure Officer Stephanie on there. Uh, and if you want more, if you're listening to us thinking, this is great, I'm really excited to try, but how do I meet her in the first place? Don't worry, I've got that on lock, guys. I have an amazing on and offline community where I teach skilled, ethical, powerful skills development for men who want to have female perspective and female-endorsed ways to meet women. If you're interested in that, go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club, select the man option, and there'll be more details waiting for you there. And I'll be back next week with another episode of Attraction HQ. Make sure you subscribe, you share, you send it out, and you like this podcast, and I'll speak to you guys soon.
Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as plain old Hayley Quinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out. And thank you again for your support. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.